0: Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt, and this is Cutting Through Matrix on the 18th of August, 2019. And I hope, right off the bat, I should say, I hope <laughs> that you're all surviving the, the stormy news we're all getting, and coping with it too, and not to get so upset about uh, the bad stuff, because that's what news is today. It's all the bad stuff we get. And bad stuff is meant to, to attract readers, of course, naturally, for news, or watchers on television. It's all to do with ratings for most of them and, of course, selling advertising, etc. But don't forget, too, we live in a system and systems are about control, generally. Everybody out there that has a system of business, big business, has a system of control embedded into it because the first thing is to try and get something out there that people want and then, or else you try and get something else that you want them to want and actually want them to actually need and it comes down to control eventually. That's what the internet is, of course, with uh, the computerized systems. And the few players, really, who are out there making uh, the systems of internet, like your Windows and, and the other ones, and Apple, et cetera. But there should be a lot, lot more, you would think, wouldn't you? And it's deliberate that there's not, because it's about control. And the world is about control. And you see so much of it today as as even the crazy people out there Everybody's got a cause I mean, everybody's been weaponized with a cause in a sense Because causes themselves have been weaponized by the system And those who control the system We're living through an amazing time, as I say And if you understand history at all, even fairly recent history Going back to the early 20th century, and, and even just before it, naturally, you, you saw these these advocates for revolution, all kinds of revolution, including anarchists too, uh, because the system had broken down at the time across, especially Europe, and people were looking for something else. So you had all these different theories coming out. By and you were given the people to follow the philosophers and the advocates of this, that, the other. And people fell into it, that little niche. And if the folk who were doing, at least of all, so well, are the ones who often were used as cannon fodder for these massive, massive revolutions where, where millions of people died. We've got to remember that revolution is, is not a pleasant thing at all. It's glorified in movies and things like that, but it's not a, a happy time at all. And I don't care if you want to call it revolution or war, it's the same kind of thing. Uh, There's all kinds of people get slaughtered in these terrible, terrible movements. Be it a war movement or revolution, it's all the same to me. Because if someone wants to dominate everybody else, that's what it's about. And we're living through a time right now, and I I don't read, I don't see television, I don't don't, uh, watch television, and... What I read from newspapers is is severe enough when you think about the topics out there. But I can imagine how bad it is on television with so many stations competing for your attention. And they've got to have the grabbers out there to try and grab your attention. Uh, That's what they count on. So it must be pretty, pretty awful to watch a daily newscast, especially with the world news today. Uh, and you have all kinds of news from everywhere where all weird things are happening across the planet, basically. It can make the world seem a very, very unsafe, frightening place. And of course, at the top, the power mechanisms in society, we all live under them. We all live under them in all countries. We, we live under a system where power counts on fear, basically getting the people to, to turn turn to those in... Control, government, basically And governance as well In order to, for safety and security So the more afraid you are The more you're apt to just go along With the power structure Who you hope, because it's a faith-based System, isn't it? You hope They're going to look after you And that's what faith is In a system, I've said many times Before, and I'm not being flippant about it That a true A true, it's up to you What you want to follow, naturally but a true atheistic system of socialism. We've seen it with the Soviet system that collapsed and we have a history of that too, what happened there. And systems are similar as well. But we, we, we see that the state, as H.G. Wells said, has to basically become God. The state will tolerate no other, no other gods before it, or rivals, you might say. And that, that goes for any... Comparative type of what we call democracy. Uh, in a true uh, True socialist system, you won't have this thing called democracy. You've got, you got appointed systems, just like the Soviet. You're appointed leaders for, for unions, you're appointed leaders for all kinds of, of work and labour and the division of labour. It's all done for you. You don't have much of a say in it, really. And here's the problem today. And folk don't know this, they really don't know it, how fragile. This thing called democracy is Because now it's really under attack Tremendously so And I really think that it's to do with the next part of the system coming in I've read before articles from universities over many years And the big foundations I've read some of them on air I've also read the Club of Rome books and Bits and pieces of them and so on where they're quite adamant that democracy has had its day. It's no good. It, it, it's, it can't fulfill its purpose in a modern society. It can't do anything efficiently. And don't forget that the whole system and all the, the, the big courses at university validate this, this is what you're driving home all the time, that everything will be reduced to its basic mode for, for the, the system itself for efficiency's sake. Efficiency is a key word here, and they will not tolerate. You understand the power brokers, how furious they become when they can't just go ahead and do something like like put a highway through your town or something and, and, and move a lot, maybe thousands of you out of the way in the process. tyrants hate that that inability to just go ahead and do it. that's why they, they actually admire totalitarian tyrannies of the past where they just sit at the top all the professionals and the so-called experts and just get ahead and plan it and do it Uh, so that this this thing called democracy is an awful nuisance to them and I go for all sides of that too I don't care what flavor socialism comes in I really don't care it's all the same kind of thing where you're being told how to live where to live uh, what to eat what to do what to think and it, we can see all the signs of it today, which it should be frightening people, that that part you should be frightened about for sure, because it's coming down, and you see the movement towards uh, eliminating free thought. And free thought will encompass a lot of things you won't agree with, absolutely. But when you're forbidden to even think about them, you're in big trouble, big, big trouble, Because we have the capacities uh, and the technologies to introduce techniques into society that are already in in, in play, by the way, and can get a lot worse with technological means of of, uh, computers, cell phones, electronics, etc. We have all that. And drugs, of course, as Aldous Huxley warned about, which obviously had been discussed even in his day of sedating the public. But also you have the techniques of... um, Basically, mental strobes, etc., uh, done electronically from a distance. Uh, the Pentagon even released stuff about that quite a few years back that, that could be done with uh, even Wi-Fi, etc. So this is not conspiracy stuff. It's from it's from uh, official documents which have been released over time to the public. It's comical, as I see for me, it's comical to. I've been at the cutting edge of some of it for years, many years, of what's going, going down, what's happening, what's planned. And you'll find the people who think you're crazy, perhaps. Because again, don't forget, and again, I've even read the documents from universities who've studied, the, are always studying the population, to tell them how the people will react to someone who under, who's, who's got proof of something happening. Uh, but our government says nothing about it. So you see, you're, you're trained to believe what you're, what's called authority figures. And again, I've read even these documents on the air, which are taught at universities. So authority figures are the ones who lead and guide you, even though they can be completely politicized and veering you off into some state of uh, complacency where you shouldn't have complacency for political purposes, or or again, tyrannical purposes. So you're supposed to think for yourself. That's just it. And a technique, for instance, of making you listen to authority figures. And Carl Quigley talked about this awfully, awfully well in a a conversation he had, which is out there on, on YouTube land somewhere, I think, where he talks to a student about this about uh, what, what to see and what not to see, and what he used to do. He used to get pulled in as part of a team for the big television stations when someone else was coming out and exposing documentation, documented proof that something was going on inside America, for instance, that the public should know about, since supposedly the government's supposedly there to supposedly serve the public. <laughs> a lot of supposing, indeed. But people really took that seriously, and nothing was supposed to be done to change their system without the public's consent, at least on paper. And so Quigley said that he was pulled in. On one of the, the, the many times he was pulled in as an expert, along with a panel, who were also pulled in to debate someone who came out with with a conspiracy theory or whatever. And he admitted, and, and this occasion that happened, this one occasion, he said they went in with the usual cocky a stance, ready for anything, and to to mock someone and poo-poo them and laugh at them. But this one I think it was Gary Allen, in a a book called None Dare Call It Conspiracy, and he said this guy had his information down, but he knew his stuff, he knew his history, he delved into it. And that shocked them, because his job, as I say, was to go in there and, and laugh them out of existence. That's how you're trained to follow experts, you see. Another technique they'll use often today, I've noticed, is when something happens, you're given a thousand, a thousand different reasons for it happening, until you just give up. Most people just give up. They don't have the time or the lifespan to to learn all this stuff, so they just give up and go with the, the official view of something. That, that's very typical today. They, they actually did documents, they put out documents a few years back on this technique and how to use it for those in officialdom. So we, we live in a, an amazing system of, of psychopolitics, psychowarfare, and psychological uh, techniques used all the time—not just by advertising, but pretty well everything out there. Uh, I had a—I refreshed my memory again uh, not too long ago with another look at the documentary called *Star Suckers*. It's called Starsuckers. And it really is it's good for its time. I think it was 2010, maybe it was put out around then. And it was up to date with reality television and, all, and how everyone's reared on television. And it shows you so much in a simple way uh, that anybody can learn of, of techniques that are used on you all the time from television. And those who understand the techniques of using television for changing your, your opinions or your views or whatever it happens to be. So it was a well-done construct on how, how people are dominated by this, a system. They, they, actually, they actually see it as a superior intellect, the, the, the very thing called television. Whoever comes across must be, they worship it to an extent. They worship the folk that are on it. They really worship them. And they encourage you to worship them. Until now, news is mainly about cele- what is called celebrities. At one time, they were just actors and actresses. But eventually, they were raised up to a status. Now, Now they're celebrities. They're rich people, you see. And, and everyone wants to worship them. And they do. And they can tell you all about their affairs and their divorces. And this is what occupies your mind as you live your little short lifespan. <laughs> That's quite good, really, isn't it? but uh, but as far as getting real facts and information, you you don't really get very much at all because the, the television's used and promoted to keep you away from looking at deeper issues because those who control this across the world don't want you to look at all these other issues. They don't want you looking at them. You might complain or object about them. You might, although again... The statisticians are always in the way with with statistics And they have it pretty well down pat Of the amount of the population who just go along with the flow no matter what happens Because they trust it They trust the system In a really nice system, a Disneyland system, we should trust the system But it isn't like that, it really isn't And we've got to be on our guard all the time because You have big powers like never before who really run the world and if you live in what you still think is a nation where you what's the point in electing people to represent you as a people on a particular part of the planet it happens to be called uh, if if international forces are way above them managing it all your concept of your nation has to obviously change. You think, well, it isn't a nation. It's only a part of the, the planet. And it certainly is. And this isn't conspiracy theory. This is, this is stuff that the United Nations has been prattling about since they created it. You live in a system where they call it the people who isn't participants in the big movements for the future from the present, constantly working for the future. They call them not just stakeholders, And stakeholders as non-governmental organizations that you don't vote for, which are often funded and put up there by big foundations, very rich corporations and rich people, all size and all all flavors, again, far left as well, folks. And and these people, you don't vote for them. Most folk don't even know these organizations exist because they don't tout them on the news and tell you all about them. They could, but they don't. So so you have to re this idea of, of nationhood, uh, politicians, are they there to serve you or not? Or or what are they serving? Or who are they serving? You see? And if you get anywhere at all, they'll probably say, now look, and they'll sit you down, you know, like a little child. Uh, th- this is how the world really runs, you know, people are just, they're, they're too undisciplined and crazy to have a thing called democracy, as you as you think of it. We'll give you a democracy, so we'll give you A, B, C, D, E to vote from, this panel of people, and, and that's as far as your democracy is going to go. Now, this A, B, C, and D, and E, etc., uh, they, they'll serve other organizations that are supranational and some of them you don't even know exist, these organizations. But they're all around you. And you go all the way back. When you, if you delve into it and get wrinkles and gray hair delving into the stuff, you'll see how far back this particular overlay of a system, which is seldom talked about, you see, except in bits and pieces, but never as the complete overlay of the system, is about eugenics. And too many of you, unless you're one of them, meaning the ultra-rich, you see, and from very good old families, you see, isn't good just to be just just to be rich, you've got to belong to very old families who've bred into other rich old families down through centuries, if possible. Yet look into the Darwinian uh, groups and the ones in London. There's still one in London there, it's a Darwin club, they, they changed the name of it. And they've got their website there but they're quite open about themselves and all of you, you see, and you're the problem. They're all the way back to Malthus and even before Malthus. You could get executed in the Middle Ages in Britain and elsewhere if you inadvertently rubbed against some member of the nobility by accident or if you fell or they fell on you or stumbled. You see, you were you were the lowest Thing on the planet by your monarchy, and so you're the lowest thing, you're a different species long before they, co- they coined eugenics and Darwinism. You see, although they claim the term eugenics comes from the Greek, of course, but anyway, the fact is that's reality. At one time, you could be locked up in jail in parts of Europe, including Britain, if the peasants. Found a a silk handkerchief or a a scarf Because only the wealthy elite were allowed Allowed to wear them Now that attitude has not died away Believe you me And even in the hard communist countries You'll never find a defector And the defectors came from an upper class Of bureaucracy In the Soviet bloc countries who lived just as well and sometimes better than their counterparts in the West, financially, materially, and everything, all the other benefits. None of them ever defected, and they tell you that in their writings, uh, because they were deprived of and they wanted things from the West. None of them did it for that reason. It was for ideological reasons. But you're living in a system today where there's a pretense, getting used again by the, those at the very, very top And using what appears to be left To bring in the Disney version again of, of a, a happy world Where everybody will be, will be happy And you'll all be equal as long as no one's got a different opinion from the authorized one On anything And, and that's, that's the fear uh, today And it, it really doesn't look good for people who still want some kind of democracy, a say in things, even the right to complain, that will go too. You can always read the, the letters that were exchanged between George Orwell, 1984, the book, and Aldous Huxley, who was Brave New World. And they basically, Huxley thought uh, that there are many, many more scientific techniques that could be used sway the public and alter the public and train the public and even shape the public including altering DNA and so on and perfecting types of workers or worker bees for division of labor, different types and using drugs on them and different other techniques too whereas Orwell of course he used, he actually published in 1948 and I think it was called The Last Man uh, that's what he wanted it to be called. But his publisher changed it to 1984. It was published in 1948. or put in. But Orwell's system, I, I've said it before, would be, be an intermediary system to get to Brave New World. And we're going through both of them right now. You, you, you constantly read about, um, from, again, publications, scientific publications on DNA alteration and different kinds of... Uh, in vitro fertilization, it, it's so-called taking out of, of defective or bad genes and replacing them with supposedly good ones, etc., etc. It's the dream of those who envisage power over the whole planet from long ago. It's a dream which they're working towards. Because it was right back again to eugenics, and well, you'd be surprised if you if you could get into the old old um, libraries in Britain that still have some books left, you'd find lots of books churned out over a long period of time over the criminal class. And how do we alter the criminal class and stop it? And there are all kinds of theories then of altering uh, finding out if, if we could get a, find out, if there's a, a marker in their genetic makeup that would make them be a criminal, a gene in their words defective genes or a string of them or whatever, and how they could replace them. All that stuff has been discussed. Now, just as easily, don't forget that anybody can be labeled a criminal as laws get passed and speeches coming down to being criminalized, which always goes that route to the 1984 method of threatening the public and again, taking away liberties and rights to even exist. And it's interesting to me that the Chinese system, the social credit system is what was coming down here now under different guises of terrorism, fighting terrorism. And that will go the same way, the same way it's already there actually They've got it all mapped out In fact it's a copy And I'm pretty sure the West designed it for China anyway. But uh, you only find They're already pulling away people's finances They're trying to get people off the internet altogether Going through the providers etc uh, and ultimately isolate someone, just like in China. If you if you have if you've been behind in loan payments in China, you can't travel anywhere. You just can't get on, you know, transportation to to, to even visit someone or whatever. You're stuck. You're punished in many many ways. A bad person. But this is where we are now in the West, the so-called countries of freedom. Uh, that's how it used to be called. But of course, freedom is inefficient because freedom has too many opinions, according to those who want total control. And I'm not surmising this, I've, I've read the books from the Club of Rome in detail, very detailed books on step-by-step and policies they want, they'd like to introduce for the United Nations, etc. And it's terrifying, really, looking at it, when you know what it means. When you see it happening in your lifetime, too, where this may target branches of people, And it'll start off being going for the real, real dogmatic uh, people who are really crazy types, you know, or else um, they're fake. If you want something passed on the internet, we had that years ago, remember, with all the fake sock puppets, they called them. People didn't know that a lot of these arguments, the sites on the forums, where they all argued like crazy, were actually just all done by computers, and you're getting hammered and hammered, and people are getting, oh, they spend their life trying to write back and, f- and fight back uh, to what they thought was real people. They were sock puppets put out by government, and the government admitted that. Different different Pentagon organizations, the MIT ones, admitted that. It hasn't changed, folks. So it could be quite easy. And don't, and <laughs> it's even better, really. anybody can be anonymous on the net if they want to be. The ones who can really afford it, like, like agencies and so on at the top could put out sites there and, and try and get a little following or even claim they've got a following and and start advocating uh, terrible things to other people. And the government uh, will step in right away and... and uh, you see how you can set something up to, to make happen, to get what you want and say, see, see, you know, there you go, see, that's how it's done. In the world of intelligence agencies, It's all deception. It's deception. That's how you, you, the work is through deception. And those who are deceived will do the bidding of those who are the deceivers. And they're they're basically unwitting, you know, stooges basically, most of them. And you can't, this is a a terrifying thing. Remember many years ago in Britain, uh, I'd heard this before, something similar. I guess there were shootings or something, maybe back in the 70s or whatever. It was a lawyer, as a woman from the, 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 the U.S. on television who, who was talking back to a panel in Britain, maybe the BBC or some, some organization, a show she was on, and they were saying, well, why can't you just do this and do that and, and, and so on? And, and someone has sort of, Someone had, got, had gotten off with what was a perceived crime, you see. Now, anything that's tried in the newspapers can be, can be touted to be the most heinous crime ever happened. I mean, you're, you're judged by the media, you see. And so that's not what law is about. They can target anybody and make them a leper to society very quickly and easily. And so you can't go by by that, too. But again, you can see the forces being whipped up today to use social media to do the judging, you see. Because everyone's got their prejudices out there. Absolutely. It's easy to stir them up. Very easy, in fact. But the lawyer that is on the television show said, well, the reason this person, who who very possibly, she said, very possibly was guilty, got off with it. Our system is set up. To ensure and to prefer that, that a few folk might go free Rather than have one person tried and put in prison falsely That's why you had all these different safeguards In Britain you don't have that problem Because you had justice to the peace and so on That were basically like, like, like judge, jury, and executioner in a sense uh, Most of the time So that, that was the difference with the US They'd rather have, have, have a few people going free and very iffy, iffy, you know, not guilty charges. Very iffy, rather than have one person get put inside who wasn't guilty. But again, when you're in a in a completely, when you're going in to this totalitarian, well, when you're in this totalitarian system, you can see the anger and fury out there like never before. Now that's coming from organisation across the board to make it all happen at once. And I remember when Obama was in, it went fairly smoothly this whole time he was in. he did his trips to, to see the Queen, the usual stuff they all do, and things like that. And press reports that there was more wars, apparently, on the go at the time. He took over from the previous group, and Rumsfeld congratulated him in the media for continuing those wars. But there was no backlash or anything. And I'm really, I, I don't vote for, for parties myself. I, I'm well aware uh, that it's, it's the closest thing you're going to get to them at the moment for anything called democracy. I know that they all serve the same masters, obviously, since the same agendas continue, as Thomas Jefferson said. When you see that, you're under a form of tyranny, because different parties would have different programs. They'd cancel different things too, but you'll find the same programs continuing, especially with wars and so on. So really, all we've got at the moment is, is, is the right to say something. When that's taken away, it will not bode well for anybody. Because tyranny doesn't stop. It's got, a, a, it's got let's say, the end of a train. A train has these, these barriers at the end of the line. But tyranny will keep moving the barriers, and, and, and like new records all the time. That, that's how it works, unfortunately, until you've got horror on the go. And today, with the scientific techniques of manipulation through drugs of all kinds, that are prescribed, even with experimentation to do with uh, electrical fields on on the brain, and so there's so much can be done on people without their, with, never mind without their not, without their consent, especially. So you've got to be awfully careful, and don't get whipped. I keep telling folk, don't get whipped up by emotion, because the ones who are whipped up are getting used. Someone's using them. And right now, though, the ones at the top want the conflict to bring in the new system. I hope you understand that. They want the conflict to get this new system through. It has to appear uh, or drastic and radical because of what appears to be, and again, appears to be radical times. So you stir it up and you come out with the solution. And you have to go into a new system It's a completely new century that, that literally is to be post-democratic I've read all the articles before And a lot from their own writings And their books and so on from universities etc Post-democratic Where they can just get things done And tidy up all the loose ends And you'll have experts guiding your whole life From birth to death Including, did they even need you to be born? That's coming down the pike too So I hope you're understanding what what I'm saying is not to terrify anybody It's simply to be aware of it To be aware of it And don't fall into so many traps Because right now the whole system is full of traps Of course it is Everyone's been monitored Everyone's been automatically monitored They don't only spend a, a million dollars just watching you They're watching everybody and it's done with, with, with computer systems that, that automatically gather all the data on us all, each individually. Don't a, a person wants no a blue moon if you're flagged so often that they want to, you know, do something about you. Basically, that's what it's about. It's so sad that in the 90s, it said you get maybe 20 years of freedom, a, a partial freedom on the Internet till you're hooked on it. And so much will be free, and then start drawing that in until you start paying for more. And then, of course, by the end of it, and restrictions of freedoms, foot will stay on it. That's what they hoped for, and that's what they gave you twenty years. If they told you up front, you only pay for this and pay for that, and we're watching you, it, you wouldn't. It wouldn't have sold the same way. They told you it was a private, it was your personal computer, it's yours, it's, it's private private. just everything that's sold to us is done through big expensive public relations companies. Every little phrase is put across there to calm you and to lead you is given to you for goodness sake. Everything that the politicians say is written by script writers. That's the world we live in. And you have to accept, you really do, that there's a vast amount of different people in the world. As this is a world and you have to accept. A lot of stuff. And a lot of stuff, too, you shouldn't have to accept. The the stuff that you simply can't accept, obviously. When you see the the incredible, incredible drug system of Latin America and and, and the viciousness, incredible viciousness of the powers that run all. You don't want to be like that. You know, you don't. I don't think you do, do you? And again, uh, back in the 90s, I said, you know... uh, what I say, because I was, I was sometimes asked on some of these shows, "Can you give us a, a happy ending?" See, this is watch Starsuckers, you're trained to want happy endings. We don't live in Disneyland. A lot of what happens in the world doesn't have happy endings for lots of people. But if you really want to know, and most folk don't, and I'm, I'm aware of that, and I don't blame them. But for the ones that want to know, make sure you can handle it. Make sure you can really handle it. And, and if you have a family there, look after them. Make sure they can handle it. Safeguard them from the world as much as possible. And for what's coming down, if you can. Because the only defense you'll have is your own mind eventually. And if your defense, your mind is seen as a weapon against whatever authoritarian tyranny is coming down in the future, then obviously you're going to be an enemy, just because you understand. And where we are today, and I said this would happen, I, I, I gave examples of Brave New Worlds, when the, the so-called is picked up from outside uh, the, the high-tech system that they lived in. He lived in the wilds. There was some 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 folks still bred normally outside of it. And they brought him into this fabulous futuristic city, where nobody lacked anything, and all sex was, was was actually advocated. Not just free love and all that. It was advocated, and you you and with certain conditions that you couldn't have the same partner more than twice a week or something like that. So promiscuity, all the things, and variety was, was promoted. And, and it was all fun, fun, and transient superficial fun in a high-tech city-type system. And people lived a good long age, of course, and they didn't have the old age diseases because they were all bred, basically, uh, artificially. And, and genetically manipulated to, be, to pretty well guarantee they would be the the alpha beta or whatever it happens to be they were made they're meant to be, by the scientists, and then they would just suddenly rather quickly towards us, a long lifespan die, and they were taught not to grieve the dying. But the, and the children were brought in to, to have little kind of party songs. We told how happy they should be. These, people. you see, so uh, we're going through all that, folks. But but the primitive, when he tried to ask them about things that really stuck to them and he made a family and children and having a family, you know, not, not the state bringing up children, you would know who your parents were, etc. Which gave you a link to the past and all the generations before you or as many as you, could, you knew about. And and that was so important to the psyche of the savage. And, but the people who lived in the, in the city, were they weren't nasty to him or angry about it to him. When he was taught they were polite. And they laughed politely, and that's the key. They laughed politely at him, thinking he was kind of quaint and strange, not just old-fashioned in his ways and his thoughts. Because his idea of beauty was good literature, for instance, or Shakespeare stories and things like that. And to them that was all just nonsense and passé, and they lived for quick thrills all the time. That's where we are today. Most folk like that system. It's not quite there, but you can get the the, the the vision of it as it materializes around us. But most folk like the system, as I see, you can't blame them. And they'll go along with any change that comes their way, even to their detriment down the road. As Aldous Huxley said, they'll accept things that perhaps you shouldn't accept. You're persuaded into them with techniques which you don't understand, or even being used on you. That's the sad part. But really, uh, I've never seen uh, such organized push. We're living through what we saw, what the world saw, really around the the late 1800s of anarchism, what appeared to be anarchism, and revolutionaries were seeing it promoted and obviously directed and funded. And we haven't seen our own government step in to stop it. That's awfully telling, because it means there's a higher structure, and those at the top know to stand off. It's meant to happen, and bring in a new system of austerity. It ties in with all the bank bailings that'll happen next, because they're talking right now. As they said, they would, after the 2007-8 collapse. They said it would take another eight or nine years before the next wave hits them. Of, of payback time. The currencies have all been devalued Incredibly since then by the way And you were be brought into a state of What the elite would love to have Is a rationing system Rationing Because of a crisis situation And all you hear is crisis, crisis, crisis Oh we're frying And we're being baked off the planet And all this kind of stuff Crisis, crisis That's what they hit upon, and the Club of Rome said it too, we hit upon this, we're given that man would be the enemy, therefore man was the enemy of the planet, that would fit the bill, that's what they they all agreed upon, and when they agree, when all those different organizations agree, it's it's like an oath, they'll all stand firm with it till the end, regardless of of evidence, or contrary evidence, etc. Now, I meant to read an awful lot of articles tonight, but... As usual, I prattled on, and because I don't, I don't plan these talks, or if I have a, a vague plan, I, I generally don't continue it <laughs> at all, or even get near it. Sometimes I like to talk to people as though I was talking to someone across a table, it's having a chat. Or a, a, so anyway, I'll, I'll mention some articles here just to sort of fit in with maybe what I've been saying. Maybe here's an article here that says we're almost out of ammo. Reserve Bank considering extreme measures to save the economy And so they're talking about Reserve Bank to start, again, quantitative easing Which means nothing except inflation, folks More and more money buying less and less and less This is inflated, basically, the your currencies, And so, Australia is coming out and mentioning it and all the rest of it, too Underemployment, they say, and uh, The hidden work epidemic is hurting Australians and so the Reserve Bank, the, the central bank is really coming out with it too But mind you, you're finding all the central banks are going along with the same mantra right now As they do, everything's, everything is global folks It is global, it has been for a long time And it was meant to be, all the centralized banking systems And the Bank for International Settlements, the IMF too I was going through stacks of stuff from the IMF today And it was just astonishing how much the information they're putting out If you can go into their sites, you can go in there and most foot, again, can't be bored doing that digging But it's, it's interesting if you, can, if you can stand a few more grey hairs And watch your life just seep away from you But it is interesting because it's, it's, they have their own terminology naturally Because they don't want the average person understanding But they're on about It really is quite amazing to, to watch them And the austerity measures They say All these things, these are the terms they're all using now And then you have this one here too This article is not too bad actually this is how China gets what it wants from American companies And you're always hearing about, oh, the, everybody's quite happy Chomping away and, 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 and being quite content Until the politics from different nations Or companies that run your country Combat other countries' companies at the top Because every country is run by companies, big corporations It really doesn't get into the, to the, the complete free trade agreements Which were signed, and you have to dig into them Actually, if you want to understand anything at all because, don't forget, when China was given free trade access by the WTO, World Trade Organization, um, the, the deal it was, and I did so many talks on it too, as we floated through everything getting made in China, we, our, our companies were paid by our governments, using our tax money, to move to China. You have no idea the, the mammoth operation this was. And the, the, China was to be exempt from paying taxes basically from stuff that would send back, all art goods and, and, and services sent back to your countries, all the products. They could be they could be free of import duties in your countries. But they could charge import duties on your stuff going to them for a span, I think, of fifteen years. And it could be repeated for another 15 years if they claimed it wasn't going so well. And the companies that moved over there, if they claimed they, they weren't getting the full... Um, they lost profits until they were fully up and running over many years, they could also uh, live tax-free for a while. The same deal. So anyway, here you have China gets what it wants from American companies uh, because you're supposed to have a balance of trade, Well, the balance of trade has just been a big, like a seesaw, with with the end pointing at the ground towards China. Is all all the cash (laughs) runs towards China, and then when it comes to importing, it's it's the opposite way around. It's all flowing from China. You see, we don't make much anymore in a service economy. But it was planned that way. It was planned that way, and the free trade agreement made for. For the so-called common market, which turned into a, a European Union with a central parliament as the big boss. That's what they, they sold there too, was the idea. You'd have free trade and you wouldn't pay all these taxes and so on. Uh, but now they're up to their eyes in debt in a service economy. They had the articles out in the nineteen seventies about that. So this is this this free this this service economy idea is perfectly understood. That top economist wrote an incredible uh, well-documented uh, publications out in the 1970s in Britain and in European countries about what it meant to be a service economy. You paddle, in, it's like a dog in a, in a swimming pool, you paddle and paddle until you can, you, your energy is gone. You aren't producing anything. And you, you start borrowing money, and then you're in debt. And when you're in debt, you're owned. And, and who owns you is the boss. That's how it works. Anyway, I'll put this article up, How China Gets What It Wants From American Companies, because naturally uh, they want to continue the same way, with the same imbalance of trade. And let's be honest, how can you possibly balance trade anyway? It's, it's not an exact thing. If they're, they're making it, they've got the factories in China and you don't have them here, how can you possibly compete with it? You can't compete with it. It's nonsense. We're all in the same boat, basically. But I'll, I'll put this one up and you read the articles and how they're in, in, in talks to avoid a trade war, it says Another article is, again, how they're pushing The same thing that CFR was pushing a few years ago When they said it's time that the big, powerful people like Bill Gates And so on, the big philanthropists took their, took their their proper role in governance of the world Well, we don't vote for these folks You realize we're getting a, a new system introduced without but you acquiescing to it Unless you acquiesce, because you don't say anything about it You don't quite get what they're saying to you you so you can't have a democracy, and you can't uh, w- working alongside folk who are just self appoint themselves because they're incredibly wealthy and powerful. That's not a democracy. You also have the stratospheric aerosol injection tactics, uh, which they're using at the moment. They've worked out the cost for the fifteen years of deployment. They've been using them since 1998. Of course, we were all called crazy when when I came out and said that in 1998. And the people who actually noticed them, everybody thought you're nuts because they said you're nuts, and the media said you're nuts, and the television would say you're nuts, and the general public would uh, go along with it because they don't think for themselves. So again, authority figures tell say that you're nuts, so it must be true. But now, of course, it's out, and it's okay now that it's out. There's no big fuss about it. Hmm? To save the world, you understand. But one of many articles, and uh, so I've got this one here. I've got another one too from Harvard because Harvard is has got stacks of stuff out there on uh, on the stratospheric uh, aerosol injection and different techniques too of supposedly cutting the sunlight hitting the earth. They aren't shy about it, and of course there's just stuff that they want. They're trying or want to try. They'll never mention the fact they've been doing it since 1998, because if you got the bill for all the folk they've been dying of respiratory diseases. <laughs> Uh, I think we might put them all under. But could dimming mean, the sun save the earth? Once again, you've got this person doing his... You know, the philanthropist, you know, the same guy who, who decides what he does across, wants to do across the world. He wants to spray millions of tons of dust into the stratosphere to stop global warming, you see. But critics fear it could trigger calamity. You're a critic if you see that's bad for you. Breathing in stuff like, like aluminum oxide and... And, and various uh, And academy I mean all, It's not uh, you know, it's, it's, it's probably good for you. You, you I guess they could convince you It is good for you If they tell you It's going to save us all It must be good for us Right There you go I'll put that article up too And Greenspan I Remember Greenspan before When he used to come out Like like some royalty And all the media Would present him In the 80s The 90s uh, if, he, if he stepped out there In the 80s too And it's all silence It's like the king is going to speak And and he'd stand there and look at this audience, and he just he did a good show business. He awfully good. He would just they wouldn't say it right away. Whereas when they just say, "Cool it," now that's all he'd say, and the media would go, "Wow, wow!" wow. Greenspan says, "Cool it," the economy, you know, investments and so on, too hot. But now he says there is no barrier to treasury yields falling b- below zero. So you're in, you're in this this negative interest right? <laughs> where you'd be charged for everything naturally. And the, if you're still you're still using the banks, because most of them are cashless, so you have to use the banking system. whether you go to a real bank or not, and then they can they can uh, they can use that money overnight. They can lend out across the planet any savings that you have. And, and make a, a good killing off it, off millions of people's savings overnight, uh, and then give them no return at all. It's not bad, it's a good deal, and it's a new normal, and most folk already are quite used to it since the crash in 2007 uh, and 2008. Also, our meatless future, how the $90 billion global meat market gets disrupted. You can see more and more of this is a get off meat, because that's a big one for the guys at the top that run the, the, the planet I should say, men and women, actually, because uh, we're, we're equal opportunity tyrants. That's what, that's what we have. At least that's democratic, I suppose. I've got the one here, too. The Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change is currently meeting in Geneva, IPCC, to, do, to debate issues relating to the environment. Remember, to the whole point of it, and admitted it years ago, is to start cutting population. And you do it by removing energy, that's heat in the winter, electricity, etc. and your conditioning for the hot places and then you start reducing all the different types of high protein foods that you can get for those who don't quite, haven't figured that out yet and then you'll be prone to what Bertrand Russell suggested, having a good black plague every generation or so, maybe twice a generation to reduce the population. Again, meat could be a target for higher taxes given criticism of the industry's role in climate change. So it's all your fault, you see. And they give you amazing statistics here, which are good, have no bearing in reality about how much of the, the earth's uh, exposed land is used for farming. It's, it's pretty tiny, really, when you think about it. And I have got stuck on way back uh, to even um, documents from the 50s and 60s, which talked about bringing down the, uh, the amount of farms that are allowed to operate because are too many people living healthily. By the way, and these are from official sources at the top. But anyway, it's all your fault for living. It's all your fault that those who want to be in charge, who think they are in charge of the planet um, see their own future being disrupted by all of you. You know, because these folks at the top want to, to to go on forever with their with their own children and offspring and all the better people. You see, but all of you, you got to cut back and start chomping on stuff that's. I, 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 if you have you had an idea of the snobbery involved in, in organic, or, on, and, and basically the vegetarianism? You've got classes of them now boasting about what they can afford for, for hyper-organic foods. Stuff that's never seen the rain from the sky, so from deep wells and stuff under domes. I read the articles years ago, now it's in your face. It's like, it's like the brand name stuff for, 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 for bags they used to have with the, for the women years ago. And they, have, if anybody are told you to have the right handbag or purse or, whatever it was. Uh, or watch. And, and it's the same thing, same technique, snob appeal. And they boast about what they can afford for the best kinds of truly organic and, and non-genetically modified too. Never, no pesticides, nothing. And, and, and uh, to keep insects off because they're grown under these, these basically sealed conditions. The air's filtered into them and so on. Amazing. They first started off, I think, in Japan. That's where it broke years ago, under the domed ones. And then Germany, and then other countries, too. Then we find out they're all over the place for the ultra-wealthy and elite. And the politicians often get uh, actual cards to them. Hmm, Interesting. But the rest of us at the bottom. Well, you know, just... That's it, you see. If, if If you had the right genes, you understand you wouldn't be so poor as you are now. That's what they tell you. You see? So this is this is pure eugenics, survival of the fittest, meaning the most. If you are fit, you see, be rich and 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 powerful, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Important, you would be a somebody, as the royalty used to say at the parties. When folk came in to the parties, they say, "Who who who's that?" So, you know, the top butler or somebody. Is that is that person a somebody? Oh no, he's not not a somebody, my lord. Yeah. That's, we're still here, we're still there folks You'll never get rid of that, never, I don't care Even if there's no royalty, you never get rid of it It's in human nature, unfortunately The President Bolsonaro tells Brazilians, he's a president To poop every other day to help save the environment As he comes under fire for a surge in Amazon deforestation so there, you, not so. Don't eat meat. Right? That's what the rest of them are telling. And, and you can start to control, you know, other habits as well. It's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. Really, it's not. But I want to just touch on this too tonight. It's often important because Canada joins Christchurch call to action after that that big shooting in, in Christchurch they had. To eliminate terrorist and violent extremist content online, and that's wide open. Violent extremist or extremist content, right? Uh, you're right into the to, into the tyranny of socialism, and censorship, and and believe you me, it will go even maybe even further than China's at the moment, uh, because people who are given power to act as judges over the over the existence of other people. Yeah, are, are terrifying people They're terrifying They really are it, it, Human nature doesn't change for I don't care what era you live in It's much the same really It doesn't change So the internet bridges divides And helps us build blah 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 But it's becoming increasingly a tool For terrorism and violent extremism So they go on through this too and so they've got a national strategy on countering radicalization to violence, which the Government of Canada launched in December 2018, by the way. And they're chomping it a bit to go, because they've already been, been listening to conversations of Canadians and on, tel- on phone, and taking putting everybody in categories, for those who don't know that, and that they want to go to the next step now, where you won't be able to even feed yourself. Uh, this is where the, this, this social credit system is gone. It's an excuse, basically, for tyranny, I, I believe, and, and most people get terrified and complying, even the, the majority of people who, who really don't know anything outside of the, of the regular six o'clock news on television. And that's how you, you're you coerced into, and, and they'll find it quickly, what they can say, what they can't say, what they can write th- down to eventually, what do you think? What do you think? A few years ago, I mentioned about the Girfec program being carried out in Scotland, one for England to a different name, in Wales, where every child got an advocate basically assigned to them by the government. Every child at birth, and uh, and they would start monitoring them for any uh, oddball thoughts or if they didn't get on with every person that they'd met, even, I guess, in kindergarten, for goodness sake, to see if they've got any possible radicalization instincts in them already. So so they could basically, uh, you know, undo and tighten different bolts in your neck, I guess, in your head before you go to be an adult. This, this, is, this is horrific, the thought of this, was going on here. Horrific. But they also wanted, from the various psychiatric associations, when they started up years ago, a long time ago, the right to test everybody all through their lifetime on psychological evaluation. Well, well, since psychology and psychiatry is heavily, heavily politicized according to the culture of the time and the trends of the time, what an incredible attorney that would be. Well, they still want that, folks. They still do want that, honestly. And they have the behavioral insights teams already monitoring as all, in all the countries, I, I did talks on that before. We're paying them to monitor us. And these characters are acting like judges over us, all the time. Well, well, I guess you better just throw your free thought and free speech and your democracy out the window and make it official, for goodness sake. Really? This is sad, Then it's, it's, it's rather scary. And I, there's no system where you'll get everyone agreeing on the same things all the time, This is impossible. And you have to accept that. Doesn't mean you can't have different systems of managing conflict or preventing conflict. Of course you can. But not this heavy, heavy hand. Until we're all supposed to be clones of everybody else. Clones of of your tyrant's desired puppet. You know, that they want to make us only puppets. That's not living. I mentioned two. With this tremendous hype. And everybody's, I think, fed up because uh, once the Epstein story goes, they have nothing else to talk about really these days except how are the rich and famous doing and your celebrities, the stars, except. because there's nothing else out there really. Uh, and Epstein was a good story for a while because it all, as I said before, had all the different uh, parts of, of intrigue. It made a good movie. And it's gone now, too. But I said it would bring in, eventually, the talk. If, they, if he was still alive, they'd have the debates in court. They'd work it out in court and use it as a forum, basically, to put the next step across. So I'm sure they would, because it's a system, not Epstein, but the system is pushing uh, to, to do away with these ideas of age limits. So France votes against setting a minimum age of sexual consent amid backlash. And that was from last year, actually. And President Macron is accused of missing opportunity to protect minors. So I'll put that article up for those who uh, want to read it themselves and don't believe it. <laughs> it's there. And it's from an independent I believe. And um, it says women demonstrate for, uh, for legislation allegedly have changed to set a minimum legal age. But they won't, they won't do it, you see. Uh, and this is where it's going. I knew it would too anyway, but this is what they've been wanting for a while. Uh, the Intergenerational uh, sexual activity Is what they, they, they've said at the top over years Another one says Drop age of consent to 14 years Says academic And that was from another, another newspaper UK And it says The legal age of consent Should be a, a lowered from 16 to 14 For young people Who are less than 2 years apart in age So I guess 16 years old person could With a 14 year old I guess that's what they're saying here But of course it's to, it's to bring it all down and step by step, you knock the pillars down eventually, there's no pillars left, and you don't have uh, intergenerational sex at any age. That's really what it's about. We, we know this. We know what folks have they've written about it. And they've sexualized, have hyper-sexualized all of society since the 60s with a culture, you know, being changed through television and movies, and people are addicted to television and movies, addicted to them. And all your opinions pretty well come through fiction today. They really do. You, you adapt them very quickly. You adapt into them and adopt them. And then you have. Um, <laughs> there's a, 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 a historic airport in, in Berlin. It's Tempelhof, it's called. It's now a drive-in. they changed us to drive-in sex booths as we, again, we go down the tubes and, and so on. They've got so many prostitutes and, well, rape problems, too, prostitution, drugs, of course. It's getting it's so bad everywhere, but uh, society is, again, being pushed into it. This is nothing, there's nothing new. That, that article was out to universities in the 70s and 80s about the coming massive transformation of society. And we're living through uh, today still, you know, there's more to come. It wasn't unforeseen. And they are teaching this stuff at universities and various social sciences and so on And then you have Child Victims Act, uh, which take effect on August the 14th Gives people a year to sue over allegations of sexual abuse regardless of when the alleged acts occurred, it says here, as Reuters But I do want to mention the fact we're, we're really going into the next phase of austerity I, I used to do talks on that after the last crash and how they churned out all these different articles and, and, and uh, PDFs, other publications from universities on it And uh, on high finance, etc. investments Because the next step of the planet, and from the United Nations too, was to bring us into austerity, folks It means, oh, you can't live like this anymore, you're, lived, you're living too well And if you live too well, then you're healthy, you eat well And if you eat well, you might have more children And if you eat well, it means you can afford good food and more children, et cetera, and, then, and every child, they worked it out so Every child born needs this, this, and this And this and, this, and consume and, and they've all worked out How much are you going to consume per person from, from being a baby all the way through your life It's this incredible w eugenics And believe you me, there are awfully, awfully nasty people out there With big, big plans and, and to be honest with you, I really don't Don't see how You can avoid them Because the power What's happening today was planned a long time ago and step-by-step, step, folk have given up their right to, to participate and even bombard their different agencies from government, bombard them with different kinds of of complaints or objections or something. But we don't really get information anymore in the new system, do we? Not so long ago, they used to publish stuff all the time of bills that were coming up in all countries before they were passed and so on. So was the, the whole idea was so folk could say, no, that's terrible, we, we can't have that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then they get in touch with their politicians, say, you vote for that, we won't vote for you again. And, and they don't even tell you anything anymore. It's simply done quietly. So we're not in democracy. We're we're in this intermediary phase between democracy and, and the, basically the expert management system, as they call it a world run by experts for a socialistic type system. But the CFR said they, they, were, they were awfully close in their goals to communism because they like that system. It's easier to control everybody if you simply are brought up in a system where you obey. You're trained to obey. That's it, folks. Anyway, sorry for havering on, but I'll put the links up tonight. And for those who want to go into and the banking system too, you should look at it, because they're all getting ready for the next phase of austerity. And with it comes, really, inflation, which means more and more. It's worth less. Your money's worth less and less all the time. Less all the time. It's incredible. I read something about one of the actors back in the early 1900s, in the Old Silence. He was supposedly the richest actor of his era. Uh, you got something like about one and a half, or th- no, maybe two and a half, maybe three maximum million dollars in, in his time, and, and when this it was worth about five hundred million today. <laughs> I mean, that's what it would be, that's what you would need to buy the same kind of things. The purchasing power of the dollar in the states was back then. I might be off with with the figures a bit, but uh, that gives you an idea of how crazy it is. Really. Huh? And it all happened through bank crashes, which are never fixed, because it's not meant to be fixed. We've been living on a, a fake system for a long time, a long, long time. And it's backed by nothing, really. So, except the promise to pay by those who suppose it. And so much of it is written off through loans to other countries, which can't afford, they could never afford to pay it back. And it's understood they couldn't. But that's another story. Anyway, sorry to prattle on like this tonight, but I hope folk, and I know what folk are by the emails and so on, watching what's happening because they do understand that we're going into the next phase of a new system of governing, you might say. We're in it, really. It's just a matter of training the public that they're in it now. I think that's what it really is. Now, remember, you can help me take along and keep going by donating to cuttingthroughthematrix.com website. You'll find out how to send money. You can also list all the other sites I have on CuttingThroughMedics.com website, which are mine. So remember, order your books and discs at cutting or one of the sites listed on that particular site. Uh, don't lose your cool. Keep calm. If your emotion gets the better off you because you're listening or you look at something or whatever gets you angry, you're being, you'll get used. You are you're, you're being used. You keep a cool head. It's better on your own health too. So, from myself, from from Ontario, Canada, I'm Alan Watson. Your God or your gods school with you.